All my black folk, my countrymen and city dwellers, sisters and brothers and everybody in between. This is Josh Rogers. And I am Brian Hare. And we are here for another edition of the Jigsaw Podcast. You know uh-huh. what it is. This is the podcast. Where we talk uh-huh. about the perils, the uh-huh. praises, the productivity, and the pomp and circumstance of being a real-life black millennial in America. Two black men trying to do it. Brian, how are you? Man, it's a great day to be black, my brother. Yes, um, it is. In the land of the living, Ooh. God is still good. He's still good. Even when mm. white folk try you on every side. <laughs> on every hand. And listen, <laughs> when I tell you, I've been pressed by all of their little <laughs> rosy pink fingers. <laughs> I am still here and still making it. They are upset. Did the you? Um, has left the building. Have you made swine bacon for breakfast? I have. Okay. I just, I'm just following up. <laughs> Following up, I just so you act like I just don't like you just don't have regular bacon around. You like, post you had my niece being at the ambassador <laughs> <laughs> for butterball turkey bacon, and I that's just, the only picture I can get with her with bacon. Okay, with the turkey bacon. You keep your answer is consistent, so we must believe you. <laughs> However, I just feel like you know a I'll weekly black check in is appropriate. Oh, I need a weekly black <laughs> moi of all you move. <laughs> Yes, you with your boys in the hood shirt on. Yes, you. Oh, yes, sir. You got yes. this, this torn, tattered, tattered and torn white beard. Tattered are, and torn. You are in your blackness. This I season, am sir. in my blackness <laughs> until it until it breaks. It is wearable. <laughs> uh, it is holding on by every strand. I it hope my wearable. relationship was that strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yawn across a fat man's belly. It's barely hanging on, but it's there. Hanging on like some of these edges. Oh, you remember in, um, I think a couple of weeks ago when we talked about Kyrie Irving, um, we said he looked like Jeremy Walker. We did. I sent him that clip. I just like, you know, that's just the kind of guy I am. <laughs> I'm going to talk about you. I want you to know. <laughs> what did he say? He laughed. It was like, it's not the first time you heard it. And then sent me like some um, side by side, somebody did of him and Omar Epps from like, um, what's the movie where Omar Epps was in with Tupac? Uh, uh, is it Juice? Juice? Yes. Yeah. He sent me that. I was like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely that. Um, but what else going on with you, bro? Anything interesting happening this week? Nothing's really happening this week that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, getting up for Black History Month. Oh, woo. that's Monday, brother. That's Monday. That, that is, is Monday. Monday. I am getting my Zoom apparel ready. Did you um did you have to learn the Black National Anthem in school when you were in like elementary, middle, that kind of stuff? I was in Southern California, brother. I mean, no, okay. No. So I had um Kawan Kumi was my sixth grade, <laughs> my sixth grade elementary school teacher, and we used to do, of course, you know, pledge allegiance and all that kind of crap. Um, but she would make us after the announcement went off, continue to stand. Sing America the Beautiful, the Ray Charles mm-hmm. version. Okay. <laughs> and then sing the Black National Anthem. And then take a 30-second moment of silence because she was a, she was saved so that we could pray. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what you get in the South. <laughs> Listen, 
we got all these uh, Californians too liberal, got them atheists and all kind of stuff. They don't love Jesus like they do in the Let's South. Let's get this out. A side note, my fourth grade teacher, Miss Cleo Hobson, this memory yeah. is on point, Cleo Hobson. When we used to not listen, one of the guys used to stem back and start rebuking the devil out of us. <laughs> and, bro, I think I was the only one that grew up Kojic. And I would always, I was like, hey, y'all, y'all got to chill. It's like, why well, I said, bro, she rebuking the devil. Like, like y'all got to stop. This ain't, she'd be, she be like, same as I rebuke you. I rebuke you out of their mind. They will listen to me. I was just like, That's, you, that, bro, that thing got me together. I listen, said, you, sh- you should have went up in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was a little, he's a nine-year-old. But, <laughs> but I knew when to stop. Cleo Hobson didn't play, Reverend. <laughs> Cleo Hobson didn't play. But no, you are right. Black History Month is coming. I'm super excited. And I know you about to be on 98. You know, any any opportunity to be extra black, super black. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that is, that's me. I like, you know, you know. You I pray like for me in, in, in for my, my nine to five. And black oh, they didn't even know Malcolm, I mean, uh, Martin Luther King Day was a day. They didn't. So I'm about to wear a dashiki every day. Every day, give them all, give them all the all Matter the blackness. Of, I'm gonna pick my curls out so it can be be a round fro. That's how I'm wearing it all February. Get a Kaepernick jersey and wear it <laughs> every day. <laughs> I I do have a sweater. Shout out to John Wood that says, "If race is a part of my our eternal destiny, I can't wait to be black forever." Definitely Ooh. rocking that. I'm I'm gonna have to slide you. I'm gonna have to gift you one of those. That's a yeah, powerful. We need, to, we need to be extra black in February for, on the oh, podcast. We, no, we're gonna be extra black. I think. Okay. We gonna talk about it. We gonna talk about okay. it. <laughs> uh, I think it's my turn to do song of the week. Is that correct? I think it is. Okay, I think I got a good one. Um, I wanted to get something a little bit, you know, up- uplifting, a little bit thought provoking. You know, we okay. told the people f you last week. <laughs> we did. So, all, so, all the people. So, <laughs> in light of turning a new leaf, um. I think I want to go with this one. Let me see. Can I find my note? Let me make sure you're in good. Are you in good voice? With my whistle. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm singing Mary. Oh, Oh, Mary, don't you? (laughs) Anytime anybody does, I always think that. Singing Mary. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Got my walking shoes on. Can't tell you where I'm going, but I'm walking down this lonely road. But at least the scenery is beautiful. And no matter what I do, I can't stop walking. Oh, I, <laughs> I know it's the only way to, go. way to go. And if you keep walking, I'm going to be okay. Because it's not always about knowing why. Sometimes it's all about knowing what. And that's enough to keep you walking every, every day. Said <laughs> so I believe, I believe. Boom, boom, boom. But it's a dream that I ain't seen yet. Chasing a dream that I ain't dreamed yet. But I'm going to meet it halfway. If I keep on walking, walking, walking. If I keep on walking down. Yeah, song. I know it when I see it walk. That's a good song. My, that's that is his best album. Oh, by far. You talk about classic albums. You only oh, got yeah. like four or three or four. But that one, like this last one was good, but Molly is Molly is that was the one. I mean, bro, no skips. Oh, yeah, nah, not at all. That was the that was the one. Like yeah. I like I said, we've I've been on Molly since the first album. Um, and but Molly is. I can go back to that one and listen to that one start I, to finish. I listened to it three times in a row today, the whole album. Right. I was I was zoned out at work, but it mm-hmm. kept playing and, and I didn't just... I didn't get tired. I'm like, oh yeah. 
it's just so good but that was walking shoes by molly music um uh, if you have not heard of molly where have you been um but please go tap into it find it on spotify apple we don't usually like tell you to go find it but go find that joint molly is a gem to he the world gem. to the world that, that man is beyond talented and that's a good one and i think it sets us up for today's living room conversation um for real for real because it's just some stuff we got to figure out and we ain't gonna figure it out unless we keep walking I so walking. that's my word that is my five minute that is your two minute word from josh rogers today what a word from Johnson, <laughs> what, what, what a word my cash app is dollar sign <laughs> uh but no you ready to get into the podcast for real bro yes sir let's do it let's go into the bless up report all right all right good people we are here at the bless up report where we bless up black folks doing black people things because we be out here black people and mm-hmm. black people are excellent and we do this 365 24 7 um 360 i'm gonna say 366 we just oh, we go above and beyond 366 25 8 that's it. We go above and beyond <laughs> being greatness in our black skin. Uh, so, yeah, we want to shout out someone, Jennifer King. Do you know who she is? Ever heard of her people? I've heard of her because of what I think you're about to talk about. But prior to all of this, no. OK, so for those that do not know, she's the first full time black woman football coach. So mm-hmm. she's assistant coach, running back coach for Washington football team. So those that do not know, King spent 2020 interning for the Washington team that you know Washington they with the Redskins see yeah. I knew that I knew that see I should have asked you the question I should have asked what, me what did they used to be they used you know to be the Redskins all, you know all the sports I know stuff. all things sports well here's a real here's a real <laughs> tidbit my dad I am a Dallas Cowboy fan by default so I'm okay. kind of familiar with that division is that right so yep. it's like the Cowboys Eagles mm-hmm. Giants Redskins <gasps> What, what is one more team? There's one more team. There's one more team. Oh, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Not going to. The Giants. Giants. New York Giants. I said Giants. Giants. You said that? Yeah, I said okay, Giants, Eagles, Redskins. You did say. I'm sorry. Yeah. All don't right, do I, me. I am a sports <laughs> aficionado. <laughs> Continue. Uh, Jennifer King. <laughs> Jennifer King. She spent 2020 interning for the Washington team. Uh, she also spent 2018, 2019 interning uh, in offseason. And during training camp for the Carolina Panthers, which is my squad, um, we're rebuilding. So pray for us. Uh, but she worked mostly with the wide receivers. Uh, but she also spent some time with Arizona Hot Shots of the AAF in 2019 as an assistant wide receivers coach. And she worked as an offensive assistant at Dartmouth in 2019. So um, not only are black people out here, black people, in, this is a black woman out here in a male dominated sport. driving doing great things so i'm looking hopefully at some point in the near future we have not only in 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 i would say in some type of major sport that we have a woman head coach i think that would be great Mm -hmm. for just the culture in general um it'll be great for the world to see a woman especially leading charge um i i definitely think once you know our vice president becomes the president i think we might see more women in major roles, especially in um, sports, because if you if you can run the country, listen, you can run anything, right? You can run these plays. You can tell us what to do on this, on these fields and these uh in these locker rooms. So uh, again, bless up to Jennifer King. Bless up, uh, doing great things, being black 
as black can be, which is black is excellence. So bless up to you. And Josh, do we have something for the billboard? We do. We love to see it, but we do. We have something in the billboard. So let's get into it. Brian, I'm getting tired of starting the billboard off mm -hmm. with obituaries. Right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, folks the last. I mean, for, what what Mr. Brown say? Folk who ain't never, folk die who ain't never died before. They have it. And and, Mr. Brown, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, meet the Browns. It's the stage play is the only funny Tyler Perry stage play there is. I'm sorry. No. Oh. Whole, I don't even like Tyler Perry, <laughs> but I got to disagree with you on that one. <laughs> um, um, but in uh, church announcement, you know, on the bereavement list is the family of Hank Aaron. Mm. Um, the baseball legend passed away at the age of 86 last week. He was most notably known for his time with the Atlanta Braves. I think he mm -hmm. played for um another team in milwaukee if i'm not mistaken or somewhere somewhere else i'm lying no, this is where my sports <laughs> the stuff braves used to be in milwaukee yeah they moved to atlanta <laughs> I, aficionado. I am on it <laughs> i know the things history is where i thrive not necessarily sports uh, <laughs> so um known for his time with the braves uh, but he's really really historically known for breaking bay ruth's record with having 750 55 career yes, um, home runs and that record lasts for 33 years until another black brother Barry Bonds Ooh. came and beat it um, 33 years after that um, he was initiated into the Hall of Fame in 1982 on the first recommendation. Give us these sports facts brother. Yes and he was known <laughs> as a um, political and social justice activist. Um, his granddaughter if I'm not mistaken attended Spellman and I think she was second attendant to Mr. Rooney White like my saw freshman or sophomore year so six degrees of separation right there um but definitely shout out to hank the hammer mm -hmm. aaron um family and his loved ones and his friends we are definitely praying for you all again a legend who deserves a grand and exuberant send-off unable to do so because i mean they probably could in the new brave stadium though that could be a real socially distanced large funeral like oh, in so yeah. many seats but oh yeah that's neither here nor there, but shout out to him and his legacy, and we're praying for the family. Um, but that doesn't end this segment of bereavement, because mm -hmm. we lost another legend at the age of 87, Mr. Larry King. If you don't know who Larry King is, you've definitely been on the rock. He was a legendary um, host on CNN. Mm -hmm. Larry King live on CNN, um, really nerdy old white man, um, pretty like synonymous with Bill, like all the other like real famous nerdy white people like larry king's in their lineup just legend right. in the art <laughs> um kept us up to date with all the news pretty unbiased opinion pretty hardcore and straight to the fact and um we lost him um mm -hmm. so it's definitely a shot and a blow to the media community and we're praying for his family as well um going back to sports joshua listen just... this is first take look this look. is first take with josh <laughs> and brian this is isn't it like skip bayless and uh, skip, um, uh, that's undisputed. That show skip too. and Shannon. That's what I mean. Excuse me. Skip. Excuse me. I got tongue. I got tongue tied. Excuse me. First take is with um. Don't do that. Um. Yes. The dad. My my dad hates Stephen. <laughs> but okay. But I'm I'm gonna help you out though. Okay. So skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith were both on first take together before See? Skip left first take and then went over to. Undisputed. Look at you know all these sports. Games. I know the sports. I, I told you history is my thing. I knew the background. <laughs> I knew the background. It's the foreground that I struggle with. So <laughs> the Super Bowl Fifty Five 
55 is here um, after last weekend's matchups in the um, – divisional the afc nfc championship game see i know some things you are out um, here tampa bay <laughs> rose victorious uh those are the buccaneers down there in florida and the kansas city chiefs um in kansas city missouri not kansas uh also also reigned victorious and the super bowl will happen on february 7th in tampa bay now brian mm-hmm. i'm gonna ask you this because i don't know okay what like who's home since this close to kind of be opposed to unbiased game is in tampa is like is Tampa going to be the home team technically, or is it? Uh, my understanding is usually it is. I don't know how that works. I think part of me thinks it is that whatever stadium it is, whoever the home team in that stadium, as far as that conference, is what it is. But then another part of me thinks it's because of, it's based off of like record. So whoever has the better record, best record. But um, I mean, in this case, it's in Tampa Bay, and Tampa's yeah. playing like them people going to be out. Right. So it, this is going to be interesting because it is a first um, socially distanced because because Rona didn't really Rona Mm-mm. until after Super Bowl. Right. Last year. I mean, it was here, but we weren't mm-hmm. in the state that we were in now. Not at all. Um, so, but it's happening this year. We told y'all last week that uh, our girls, Jasmine mm-hmm. Sullivan, is singing the national anthem, and her is singing "America the Beautiful." And um, yeah, less exciting to hear about the weekend doing the halftime show. Um, yeah, keep that where that is. Keep that. Where, I mean, you know what? And I'm not a the weekend hater. Oh, yeah. I just I don't know if I want to hear how long is it? Like seven to ten minutes or whatever it is of a performance from him with his, with that kind of goat throat. I don't know that I want to hear that. I don't want that. And and I think to me, what bothers me is that like, after Beyonce and Bruno Mars, like, where do we go from there? Where do we go? Where do we, and did Beyonce bring out Bruno one year too? Uh, okay. So <laughs> Coldplay, <laughs> Coldplay was the, uh, after it was Beyonce, I think, I think Bruno mm-hmm. and then Coldplay was like the halftime show person. And he brought out Bruno and Beyonce because Coldplay was just he knew. they no it was he knew. yeah and that it just wasn't it so yeah because didn't didn't Katy Perry bring out Missy? Katy Perry did bring out Missy. See like see years. these people they be knowing like I can't do this I can I cannot <laughs> I can't do this right so like yeah after you do because Bruno is probably alive one of the best male perform entertainers right now. yes oh yes without a shadow of a doubt like right now without a shadow of a doubt and uh i'm not gonna disrespect shout out to chris our friend chris yeah justin timberlake was a halftime show person within the last few years but and it wasn't a good though it was it, it was okay like it wasn't bad because like no. nos- like nostalgia right but it wasn't like it wasn't bruno and beyonce. wasn't bruno and beyonce i don't really know who we could you know what and i'm trying to be unbiased but chance the rapper puts on a really great live show Mm-hmm. I would be interested to see what that would look like from because I and I also know he has a lot of connections, so that'll be a lot of features, a lot of whatever, whatever. Oh but yeah, here's to hoping that in '56 they get it right. Um, and so, but they probably bring us like freaking Demi Lovato or something. Yeah, um, if, if they did. They did R and B. Yeah, yeah, they did R and B or hip hop. They gonna probably be rocking next year. So oh yeah. Oh yeah, because I guess yeah, the weekend is black and he is technically R and B. because because Maroon Five, which are one of our bands, they did Atlanta, they did Atlanta, and that Bro, was terrible. You could have did a whole, you could have got Jermaine Dupree to bring all the people, Future, Gucci Mane, so many people. But, um, freaking Dungeon Family could you know Goody Mob, Outkast, all the people. L- all, listen, bring Andre Three Stacks uh, out of retirement, please. 
Oh, I told you the other day. I was gonna make it live in public. My younger son has discovered Outkast. He <laughs> look at he discovered Outkast, and the song that he loves is "So Fresh and So Clean." That's a good song. I mean, I mean, he be high pitched on the note. <laughs> Ain't nobody knows it. I mean, like sing, Jaden. Uh, <laughs> That's up to the nephew. That's shout out! Song. Shout out! Shout out! Um, so R and B music, R and B artist, okay, Eddie Lay. Um, has found herself in hot water. So if you don't know who Danny Lay is, she is the baby mama or girlfriend, whoever to whatever her title is to the baby. Um, okay, Mr. Kirk himself. Um, and on social media, one of her songs called Yellowbone got leaked. Um, okay. and she got immediate backlash and she responded and was like, Why can't I make a song for my light skinned baddies? Now, before we go deeper into the story, Brian, here's the issue. In the mm-hmm. black community, mm-hmm. we don't say yellow bone. We call you a red bone. Right. We may say you high yellow, mm-hmm. but yellow, first of all, your vernacular is off. <laughs> right. Yellow bone is not a thing. I've never heard yellow right. bone. Yeah, no. Uh, if you're going to try to, uh, you know, appropriate our culture, at least <laughs> get the words right, sis. Right. You high yellow. Yeah, high yellow that. or your red bone. Right. One other two. You ain't a yellow bone. We don't, we don't, we don't, there is no compounding of words Mm-mm. here. Okay. So she was like, she stood 10 toes down in her colorism. Um, and she defended it hard. And she tweeted these additional tweets included. Uh, only God can counsel me. <laughs> and she also said Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> right. Listen, because I'm the God I know is a great counselor. Have you, ever, have you ever heard of Lot's wife? <laughs> <laughs> all she, all the woman of God did was look back. Pillow salt, Morton salt, sea salt, table salt. Uh, <laughs> I heard about uh, the man of God that that it on the ground, and the Lord took him out. Took him out. <laughs> took him out. <laughs> took him out. The man of God pulled out. Pulled and out. Lord, and the Lord smote him. Great counselor. <laughs> you heard about Joan who tried to run? Ate that nigga with a fish. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> Canceled. You heard about David? You heard about David? Supposed to be all. Supposed to be y'all holy, but when they came mm-hmm. to build a temple, is it uh uh-uh. uh? You a whore and a killer. <laughs> you ain't gonna build a temple with your dirty hands. Well, think about this: all the other niggas other than Noah's family, cancel. <laughs> and listen, and all the animals except the two he saved. Every other animal was gone. Wasn't no cockroaches surviving. Wasn't no beetle bugs. Wasn't nothing. Everybody gone. Gone. Cancel. Look, think about Moses. All that time getting out of Egypt just for him mm. to die and not make it to the promised land. <laughs> cancel. Cancel. A great canceler. Adam and Eve built an entire garden for him. Ate one apple. Cancel. Leave. Kicked them out and they realized they was naked. Had to make clothes <laughs> out of fig leaves. Cancel. Cancel. Can- the devil. <laughs> he created that market. He got beside himself and said, you know what? You and a third of all the niggas like you get out of here. <laughs> Cancel. Cancel. He's a cancellator. He's a he's a great counselor. <laughs> Not a counselor. He's that too. But he's a great counselor. Uh, <laughs> mighty God. That was y'all Bible study. Savior. That was y'all Bible study. Y'all don't have to go to church this Sunday. Y'all ain't got to go to church this Sunday. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, so she said things like only God can counsel me. Um, she also said that she's Dominican, so she's black and white. Um, being Dominican doesn't mean that you're black and white. Let's, let's start there. But, you know, let's continue to go. 
she has since apologized. <laughs> and in her apology, of course, uh, she said that she's not a colorist and she's not racist. And here's the thing. She said she sounded, this is what she sounded real. Karen, <laughs> she said, I'm not a racist or a colorist because I date a chocolate man and I got beautifully melanated uh, friends. That is, if that's not the line that racist folk use, Oh. Duality is a thing. You can date and be in love with somebody black and still be racist. Jeffrey Dahmer had friends, but he ate people alive. alive. <laughs> well, somewhat alive. You know what I'm saying? It's possible. Um, and here's the thing: there is colorism that exists. I think outside of the African American community. Especially mm-hmm. within our Latinx community, right? You have Afro Latinos, oh, yes. you have Latinos who, um, you know, associate more with whiteness and all. And in the Asian community, you know how dark they are, things like that. Like it exists, mm-hmm. um, but you can't, on one, you know, stance, be like full in your white Latinhood, and then all of a sudden that you're in trouble. You want to be black and white, like. Um, somebody got petty and pulled receipts from her ancestry.com thing, and it shows she's only fifteen percent black. <laughs> Not because I'm assuming she posted it at some point on social media in her life. So you, you know how the internet when the, oh, when the internet gets ready to internet, there. unless you've deleted your account, sis, and because you're a celebrity, it probably is surviving somewhere. But right. unless you did that when you were real, real, real local and deleted your account, it's going to be out there. Yeah, um, they pull the receipts. They pull the receipts and. And, you know, she said stuff like, you know, people made songs about brown skin folk, I guess, was, you know, taking aim at Beyonce's brown skin girl. But the thing about it, that black women, light skin, whatever spectrum of blackness they are, they are black mm-hmm. women. They are brown right. women. Right. This whole first of all, you got to understand the depths of light skin versus dark skin within the black community. It's huge. You right. not even being, you know openly it's done let me say openly black claiming your blackness or anything like that you're not even associating yourself with blackness so it's really it's really out of place it's out of touch it's tone deaf um you made very bad statements about saying you date a black man and you got black friends like what does that mean you're still wrong you can still be color you can still be a colorist and a racist while also having those people if you wanted to make a song about then she said like but it's not about all that skin women it's about what my man like and if, if the baby like you then cool cute for you um say he liked this these dominican cheeks i don't know but like <laughs> but to create this song about yellow bone it's just not okay i think you ignored the privilege that you rest in and having the ability in some ways to take off that blackness when mm-hmm. real light-skinned women don't have that and they sometimes have to deal with issues in their own community just because of their pigmentation. Oh yeah. So as a person who's made a light-skinned person, I they they get it's tough out here in these streets sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So especially like in the 80s and 90s, like white, I mean white, light-skinned women were like hold to this really high standard. They mm-hmm. were like the standard of beauty in the black community. So there's a lot of like internal conflict sometimes between mm-hmm. black and white. And even light-skinned and dark-skinned men, if we're going to be honest. Right. Like there were a time where, you know what I'm saying, that's what the women wanted. And they, you know, women looked at us as like, I want that dark dude, blah, 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 right. blah. And now light-skinned men are considered soft and all these, like, all these different things right. um, that I don't think she took into consideration. And then, girl, it's just not yellow bone. It's red bone. Right. It's, it's, mm. And you, you're just off. Way off. And then I actually heard the song. Ain't nobody leaked that. That song is terrible. Nobody wants to hear that. It's bad. 
Did the baby even produce it? What are y'all doing over there? Mm. Have you heard it, bro? No, I've, no. Don't go listen to it. Don't I give it. Not, don't give I'm it not. no strings. Don't do mm. anything for it. No, nah, I've heard that. Don't, don't do anything. I, yeah. For it. yeah, you don't need to. Let's stay in the lane of women who can't sing. And talk about the Keisha Cole and Ashanti verse. <laughs> what a transition. <laughs> I mean, just it just made sense. First of all, oh, I Jesus. didn't watch that Church's Chicken and KFC Fest. I did not. I refused to watch that Tri-State Fair talent show that they wanted to put on Apple Music. Mm. I refused to watch that bargain basement um, <laughs> battle that they had. Um, but for what I understand... Mm-hmm. The ghetto of it all was Keisha Cole was an hour from change late. Um, and then when she got on there, she had an attitude. Um, so the people who were interested in watching it had to wait almost two hours just to watch. And then they had the audacity, mm. the unmitigated gall okay. to sing live. <laughs> Jesus. You telling me somebody had to hear love. And then transition from that to oh baby, oh baby, for two hours for 40 songs. Y'all dealt with that? Y'all sat through that? Brother, I got on there at nine o'clock. It was supposed to start at eight. I got on there at nine o'clock. I said, you know what? I'm thinking it's going to be in full. I was on the timeline. I was looking at people were talking about, you know, I can't wait for this. And I was like, oh, it must be in full swing. Nine o'clock. I got on at nine o'clock. Um, Keisha wasn't there. And Ashanti was just singing her little heart out. And it sounded terrible. Let me tell you this. And I said, I will not spend any of my evening listening to this. Trash. I peeked my head in at 8.15. I was just going to do a little podcast research. That's all. Listen. I want to talk about it. When I saw Keisha Cole in the screen was blurry, I said, nope. That's all I need to know. <laughs> That's all. I said, woman of God didn't left the house, got a money order, paid that cable bill, that, like, that internet bill real quick. She had to go send a money grant to come cash real fast. And I just heard it was bad. But And Swiss Beats was not here for it. Really, he comments. He was upset about Keisha's attitude, her lateness, um, and she got on and apologized for it. And and he re- like commented under it with like the the side eye emoji <laughs> and stuff like that. And he was just not. He was just not here. Yeah, I think I think Swiss Beats understood that. I think this versus was more beneficial to Keisha and Ashanti than the culture for her. Oh yeah, like, I, I I think. Bro, if you looked at the flyers, there were so many comments asking, like, the same thing we've been asking. Who asked for this? Right. Who wants this? Like, no, like, we don't, like, we don't. Because to me, like, no disrespect, like, they're not legends. All disrespect. No <laughs> one wanted that. <laughs> like, they're not legends. Like, granted, they had, I'm going to say, they, they had bops. They had solid careers, mm-hmm. if you, want, you know, whatever that means. Um, But... No, like you know, what I'm saying, like, no, like, I don't. No. And somebody I don't tried to argue versus. with me. It's like, you do remember Ashanti was in competition with Beyonce. I said, never, <laughs> but I, I, I did acknowledge it in the very beginning of Ashanti's career, kind of like with Aaliyah. They all were like peers. I said, but do you not know how, how soon that ended? Like, that was probably one conversation, one interview, like, one acknowledgement. 
Like no one really understood Beyonce star power at the time, but all they took was crazy in love for it to be worlds of difference. And the fact that Beyonce can actually sing, she can dance, she mm-hmm. can act, uh, <laughs> you know, all the, and then just her work ethic behind it. All right. Mm-hmm. So like, that was a dumb point because somebody like they both had banging music at the same time, but that's almost to say that Aaliyah would have been bigger than Beyonce. We don't know that. We don't know. We don't know that, right? I don't right. know. I mean, I think Aaliyah probably would have been, if anything, like a Queen Latifah. She might have been more known for mm-hmm. her, like great music at, at the time. Oh, yeah. Um, but kind of like Queen Latifah Will Smith, more because she had really started getting her acting bag mm-hmm. as she mm-hmm. um before she transitioned out. So yeah. anyway, I said it to say, like to your point, they had solid runs in their career. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like Grammy nominations and all these and awards and stuff. But of course, like if you're making songs that's impacting the culture, that's charting that's selling well you're going to get recognized typically for your art but beyond those four five six maybe ten songs including collabs and features what else can you speak what what have you done in the last five years not even ten five just five let's go ten let's go fifteen almost i I can't i can't pull nothing pull nothing out bro every her last big hit whatever it was was just that her last big hit but I, but even within that, like, okay, so let's let's think. Like, I was listening to an interview recently with Goody Mob, mm-hmm. and they were talking about like they want to go versus like UGK or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Um, or somebody was like, oh, somebody threw out Three Six Mafia or something like that. And mind you, Goody Mob, UGK, and Three Six Mafia, their like best days are clearly behind them, but they are like legends you know what i'm saying to where even if they haven't done anything in the last 10 15 years and technically think about outcast ain't really done nothing for real for real yeah as a group within the last like 10 i think when when they when did the love below come out like 15 20 love years speaker box yeah ooh. uh oh it's been something because i like the way you move i remember i was in high school and our band played it so it had to be somewhere between 05 and 07 right so in truth be told, they haven't done really anything but since like, then. But features, but they are stuff. legends. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I would rather see that. But Ashanti and Kishko aren't to that level to where it's like the culture needs this. Brandy and Monica, bet like yes, that makes all kinds of it sense. It makes all kind of sense. And Monica, I think we talked about that, has been more consistent. But even right. if she didn't play none of her new stuff and stopped at like 2012-ish, whenever, like you mm-hmm. know, like she they that's and even with to your point about outcasts, they haven't done that in a while, but their catalogs are extensive enough to oh, yes. her, like even and, and I know Apple Apple is not the barometer. We can make this the last point of great music. But both of their essentials, which is quote unquote like their greatest hits, only mm. have 15 songs on them. And of those mm. 15, about six are features, especially for Ashanti. And of those, you know what I'm saying? Like only another, and then the remaining like four or five, like we don't even know. Like it's stuff that we wouldn't know unless you were an Ashanti right. fan, you wouldn't right. know. And Versus again is about 20 hits. 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 Whether you like the song or not, hits. Right. So anyway, that was the ghetto of the verses. And I'm I'm hope I heard that they're finna do a football versus uh, like a sport something for the Super Bowl or something like that coming up. I don't really want that either, but mm-hmm. um it's coming. Last but not least in the billboard, because we got a really great living room conversation around the corner. Um, Joe Biden's ink pen has been on fire. 
Men of God has been so far living up to what he says he wants to do, which was, quote unquote, heal the soul of the nation. Um, he has signed over two dozen executive orders, and some of them include, but are not limited to, um, mm -hmm. COVID response bills, mass federal mass mandates in federal buildings. They rejoined WHO, that's the World Health Organization. Um, he extended student loan deferrals until like October, uh, rejoined the Paris Agreement, and ended um, contracts with privatized prisons um, effective whenever they're supposed to end. So, and that was a part, he has his whole black equity plan. So that was a part of that. So shout out to Joe and his administration. Like I'm still not putting on the cape for him, oh, not at all. but I cannot <clears throat> deny that he's trying to have an impactful first 100 days. And truth be told, I'm just going to keep a buck a buck while I appreciate the stuff he's doing. He's really just reversing some of the idiotic oh, yeah. things that mm -hmm. donald trump put in place so while he does get a lot of claps he also gets a okay you should have you should be doing that type right. of you know thing anyway so um that is it bro you ready to have this conversation i'm ready let's go let's get into it let's go grab your drinks your popcorn and you know let's really get into we're gonna talk a little bit today in the living room let's go there all righty all right good people this week in the living room um as you may have kind of kind of could tell it's i mean you know me and brian gonna be me and brian yes sir we're gonna do yeah. our thing we're gonna laugh we're gonna, we gonna be us but and now and then we want to have some real mm -hmm. uh, in-depth conversations and you know this podcast is about navigating life um mm. figure figuring it out putting the putting the pieces of the puzzle together yeah. that's what the podcast is about and we just thought it would be super dope to sit down and like we ain't on no new me new new year new me stuff no not at all but we did want to have like a whole black man self-care episode oh yeah in a sense to really check in a community check-in mm -hmm. so to speak to just see where we are how we're handling it what does this new year even mean if anything mm -hmm. um to us so brian let's 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 just get right into it bro uh we know 2020 was a complete dumpster fire Mm -hmm. A crap fest, mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, what were your overall feelings about now that it's over and you've had mm -hmm. almost a month to reflect, right? You're a month out of 2020. What are your overall thoughts about what that year was? Uh, I am still here. <laughs> I mean, that's a sentiment. The grace of God. Listen. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 oh. So many lessons. Um, biggest lesson, I will say, mm -hmm. <clears throat> has been to as Richard Penniman, who passed with last year, let it all hang out. Let it all hang out. Like literally, figuratively, like just really just let your life just live out. Like be, just be. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. we oftentimes spend so much time trying to, and not, I'm not, let me go back to go for it. Not the fact that I'm gonna say I was like inauthentic, but oftentimes we try to find ourselves you know, trying to be um, a certain image and protect images and protect brands and stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> low-key play it safe in certain areas of our lives because then, you know, for fear of making the wrong mistake or not doing things in that nature. But yeah, like 
just you know we don't know how much time we have we don't know what life is going to be like tomorrow yeah we literally don't know we don't know if you know you could be here today and gone tonight you know so we've learned that Facts, like, yeah that um as as scripture was since we talking about the bible tonight uh that life is like a vapor right it's yeah. it's it's so fleeting um so it's really that like let let it all hang out um love those who you love let them know that you love them um use your time wisely not always being productive but just use your time wisely to you know make you happy and your the loved ones happy yeah that's a big um one. yeah and because i think what was bothering me during the the whole process people were saying stupid stuff like you know in the pandemic use this time start you to llc build a business you know there was all this pressure to like do all of these things when i was thinking like like let me do nothing you know what i'm saying like in some areas let me really do nothing because it seemed like we were so busy on the grind like let me let me just chill and let me spend time with those that i love um because time is not promised and we have to learn like i said 20 like like what recently we just not to say celebrated but we recently just the anniversary of kobe bryant dying like that's mm-hmm. how the year started off yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like death that's how it started death um so yeah it's that like you know uh love those you love spend your time wisely um that's just that's me no that's all you? fair and i think yeah i think like some similar sentiments man i um as far as like how i feel overall and some lessons learned about 2020 was you know um be accountable to thine own self mm-hmm um, I think so many, I, one thing I do think 2020 gave us was time to be reflective and introspective. Oh yes, definitely. Um, and really learn. And it really, I think for good or for bad, better or worse, whatever you want to say, highlighted deficits, um, within relationships, um, the, the intentionality that we probably took for granted in Mm -hmm. dealing with people and situations and things. And to your point, I agree that the pandemic was not necessarily the time to be like, Oh my God, I'm about to start this LLC. Like waking up every day, surviving. Right. Was, this a, was a task with listen. You know So If I got a few good things or one good thing accomplished in that day, shoot, it was probably a really great day. Cause there were some days where I was just like, I'm not doing anything. Nothing. Um, and I was one of the people who got laid off. So there were days where I was in my bed, literally to like mm-hmm. 5 PM uh, borderline depression. So for me, it was less about trying to be profitable and all this other kind of stuff and just learning to maximize time to your mm-hmm. point and right. maximizing the moments and whether it becomes like a business venture or not, but learning what I could do with what was given, you know what I'm saying? Right. How can I make things, you know, how can I identify? And I think we'll probably get into a bit later pockets of joy. What, how can I find joy? How can mm-hmm. I, whatever, whatever, like, how can I create a sense of normalcy in a very uncanny world right now? Um, And that's what I think the continued lesson is going to always be is how do I continue to develop and grow and learn and unlearn, right? And what is not giving me the typical, I guess, set of of tools and resources to be able to do those types of things. Like, even when, like, I've started working again, like, job interviews are virtual and Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying so like typically you know i gotta put on the suit i gotta prepare i gotta do all these kind of things so like how do i like navigate and deal with life 
with what I'm given and just making the best of all of that. I don't know if that made any sense, but that, that made sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially the fact that you say like just surviving is like the thing, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was, it, and even today still, it is a daily task. Yeah. 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 And like in, I think we've had some episodes about being black last year and like all those things. So think about we're black, you know, so that's a, that's a thing, you know, uh, you know, we are living in a country that was wilding last year. Wilding. Money was tight and funny last year. Like, there were so many things. I mean, know, kings uh, of comedy. A whole a whole pandemic happened last year. It was, so it was like just, just surviving and just making it was, a, was something that is worth celebrating. Mm-hmm. Finding small places to celebrate there. So, that's I, I that. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I, I completely agree, but Besides COVID nineteen, right? Okay. What were some things you wish you could have avoided <laughs> in twenty twenty? Um, Tyler Perry's fall from grace, oh, and the wigs that came with him. <laughs> because, girl, Man, we we watched that movie. <laughs> I we watched it. Our, we spent our time on that movie. I spent my African American time <laughs> watching a fall from grace. I feel like I fell from grace. Man, like that came out last year. We should have known. We should have known. We sh- that should have been. <laughs> we should have known. That that was the indicator that it was gonna be a bad year. Can I give like a double entendre? Okay. One? Tiger King. What? I'm glad that it came, <laughs> but I'm also like, what in the world? What? Why did we need that? <laughs> We didn't need. Why that. did we need Joe Exotic, bro? I believe if there was no pandemic, Joe Exotic wouldn't. I believe that would have been just one of them white trash docs that would have just been in the back of Netflix. But because people had nothing to do, nothing, <laughs> that thing rose up and took over our world. We literally watched a documentary about a gay tiger exhibitionist slash abuser mm-hmm. and his feud with a woman who killed her husband. <laughs> Like that was literally the documentary, right? Like when we explained this to our great grandkids, the <laughs> pandemic of twenty twenty, we go say we, we watched Tiger we watched King. the Tiger King. <laughs> You're like what? And that's my thing. Like it was complete. I love white mess, so oh, it gave yes. me great joy. In the words of Issa <laughs> Rae, I love white mess, but that was something that Loki did not. That has unaccounted inventory in my brain, and I. <laughs> I'm kind of upset, but not upset about it. I'm not. Like I'm, I'm upset about it. Like the fact that, like, I really watched it. I think the thing. I'm. I'm. I wish I would have avoided social media last year because y'all hyped up a lot of this stuff that we Ooh. watched. Like so many things got hyped. So many things got hyped, and I watched it, and I was like, it was. But it's like a train wreck. Like you can't stop. I can't stop. Like a fall it. from grace, <clears throat> brother. And, she was in I the just, interroga- interrogation room and that we we changed three times in the middle of the three times. Tyler, Tyler the Perry. same room on the same day at the same time. You're in jail. Where are these wigs? Right. <laughs> it was in a ponytail, then it was big, then it was small. <laughs> then it was a fro. <laughs> and Brisha uh, Webb just there. Girl. Just there. And and I I looked it up. It came out January 17th, 2020. We should have known. That was the precursor. <laughs> It's Tyler Perry's fault. All 2020 is Tyler Perry's 2020 fault. 2020 is Tyler Perry's fault. He gave us a fall from grace. And that was, listen, a fall, fall from, grace. from grace. And my, have we, did we fall? Didn't we? Didn't we? Oh. 
fall from grace. We watched that. I, I'm I'm still like <laughs> low key still like, like I really my time and off of a joke social media. And I think everybody was talking about how bad it was. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to see how bad it is and to see if it's as bad as people say it is. You know something I could have avoided? What? I'm not an official sneakerhead. Okay. But, I, but what I could have avoided is all the surge of people who have fallen in love with sneakers that is yeah. making it hard for me just getting a pair of Jordan ones that I like. You are absolutely right. Like You are absolutely right. At like at most, a lot of the like Jays used to be unable to find really two times of the year: mm-hmm. tax season mm-hmm. and Christmas. Right, because everybody got money that I want to spend. But mostly, mm-hmm. when Jays drop, like of course they're gonna sell out. But online, you can probably find you a pair or two here or there. Right, bro. Within hours, there is nothing nowhere. No website. Oh yeah. No not. app. No store. I mean, they don't have nothing. There's mm-hmm. not, there haven't been any restocks. And then that's the other thing. Jays would typically restock in a couple of weeks. Right. Nothing. Like nothing. Nothing. I wanted to be blackity black and get my family matching Jays for Christmas. And gotta take the pictures. Bro, and I was gonna take some pictures. I couldn't find, I would find mine, couldn't find Ashes, find the boys, <laughs> couldn't find, or find Josh, couldn't find Jaden's, or find the boys that couldn't find me and Ashes. Like, I'm <sighs> like, why is, and last year, I don't think I got us matching shoes, but I all, we all got like a pair of J's. Mm. And it was, but it, and it wasn't any like hassle to find them. So that's right. one thing that I wish, like, for you niggas who ain't even going nowhere, right? Just buying J's. Right. And then, and there's the other thing. So many of y'all are buying them to resell. That mm-hmm. I don't even like, because again, I'm not a huge sneakerhead, but because I'm not going to pay four hundred dollars for a pair of hundred twenty dollars shoes, bro. I'm, Brother, not just, like, I'm not doing it. <clears throat> now I'm a sneaker person, and I'm not. I don't. I don't believe in. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't believe in paying. I'm not going. I don't want to. Sh- There's only a couple of shoes out there that I really love. Yeah. Uh, that I'm like, I just got to have at some point. But I'm not about to go and spend well above the 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 retail price for. It. Like I'm not. Yeah. It's you may get me at a 10, 15% markup, maybe. But right. you start going like almost double, triple the price. Yeah. And then you try to justify it. No, I'm good, no, fam. No, thank you. Like I yeah, that that's something I could have avoided. I could have avoided, you know, just the, the sheer death of all last year. <clears throat> so I many people, so that. many greats died. So and then like yeah. back to back. Yeah. I could have avoided that. I could have avoided the news coverage of everything last year. Like it was mm. just a like it was just the dep- like news was just really bad, and, and I, I I'm not one of those people that's gonna be like blame the media, blame the media, blame the media because they're doing their job. You know what I'm saying? They they're bringing the news, but then they also got to be sensational. They got to sensationalize things, and they got to make things right. entertaining, worth watching. Got to just viewership, right? Mm-hmm. But I could have just avoided a lot of just news. You know what I'm saying? Like that could have that could have been the thing. That and it didn't just, help that Donald Trump was our president. It didn't. It, it didn't <laughs> help because it was always something negative on the TV. Always. And he kept I, adding to it. Oh, it, there was always every in like, yeah, I just stopped watching the news at some point. I was like, yeah, I don't think this is for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, and even now I don't watch the news. Like I watched it during like the, uh, during, uh, like since like November 4th or like really before the election. And then I yeah. watched it after that just to yeah. kind of see what was going to happen. But like I went back to my whole like, nah, I'm good on this. Like I'll read what I want to read, but nah, I'm not about to watch. My mm-hmm. watches. I could I could have avoided that mm-hmm. just for sanity's sake. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. 
And and before we move into like, you know, the next part of the conversation about our list, what was that pocket of joy or pockets of joy for you? Uh, let me say it like this. You don't really appreciate the sun sometimes when it's always sunny. Oh, African proverb. Say it again. <laughs> you don't appreciate the sun when it's always sunny. Mm. But when it like starts raining, then you're like, oh man, I miss the sun. So last year it rained God so much. God has <laughs> not promised me. <laughs> you almost caught me up. Sunshine. That's not the way it's supposed to be. But a little rain mm. mixed with God's sunshine. A little pain. What does it do, Brian? I don't know. He don't know the lyrics. Makes me appreciate <laughs> the good times. Be grateful. You don't know that song? I don't know that song. <gasps> Who is it? Walter Hawkins. Be grateful. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that song. But Your salvation card that. is on the line now. Listen, I... I, I you I, might not I, make it to heaven. I, I know this. Be Grateful. <laughs> be grateful. Yeah, you don't know the verse, though. I don't oh, know the verse. You know, I be... Oh, go ahead. Uh-huh. You know the lyrics. I know the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the... So when it when there were times of sunshine, like, it really were, it was pockets of joy. Like, the joy yeah. was our strength. But just really... So it was, like, the small moments of, like, not seeing y'all for like months, you know what I'm saying? And then we get the opportunity to see y'all for like a day. A day. Or like a week, few hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, or like seeing our, my mom lives here, but like seeing my in-laws who I, I months without seeing, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a week at the beach. So it rained so much last year that there were so many, there were, small moments of like sunshine and I really cherished those moments right mm-hmm. the podcast of course was definitely podcast dropped in the middle of a pandemic bro <laughs> you and know definitely a pocket of joy so I would say that like I really the there were like I said so much rain last year and those those moments of sunshine like were literally like were like figurative pockets like just really moments here and there where it was like two months of just rain and then oh man uh labor day weekend hanging out with the girl mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah no i hear you bro stuff like that you know it makes sense and i would agree like all those things especially you know the podcast but i think also the value of community oh yeah i think to take what you said to kind of synthesize it like I don't know that because like we watched like verses together via we Zoom. We did. That was about like to yeah. We had like we had Zooms with our mm-hmm. crew. We got together and just like checked in mm-hmm. with each other. I think sometimes we were more intentional about checking in, which oh, was a yes. pocket of joy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just knowing that my brother, my sister cares and really leaning on the group chats, not for like the laughs and the jokes and like that's gonna always be there, but really right. leaning on them like you know to keep consistent communication going because it's like, you know, I'm back in the office, but before I was, it was almost like, I'm just here, you know, Mm -hmm. and I need, I need my people and I value community. And I think as much as social media and the internet gets on my nerves, I do value like in my J work community, my Facebook community group, like I built solid, you know, relationships Mm -hmm. with people, 
You know what right. I'm saying? Who like have my back, who support my endeavors. And I know a lot of that would not have happened if not for quarantine and the pandemic. You know what that's, I'm saying? That's true. You know, so like th- that was even though I necessarily didn't want to be in this space, but now that we were in it, like cultivating those communities um, and I, and seeing people who like really hope for your good and, mm-hmm. you know, all that different kind of stuff like that was that's immeasurable. It's invaluable. Um, and, you know, that's just something I really cherish a lot. Um, we're coming up on our quarantine anniversary, so to so to speak. Mm-hmm. I think all of us kind of started being in the house officially around somewhere between March and April, depending on right. your job, depending yep. on whatever. So um, seeing as how we're like still quarantined, but have a few more liberties than we did have when it first started, like, what are you doing? Are we celebrating quarantine anniversary? Are we going to do a Zoom party? Like, what's <laughs> how, how are we moving forward, bro? I think we should. I think we should do something. I think we should, um, you know, if we, you know, God willing, we live to see it. You know, we should do something to be like, hey, I should live it. and not die, Whew. but declare the works yeah. of the Lord. That's Bible. That's the word of God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to really just, <clears throat> I think, build on what was built last year. Um, um, and I kind of you kind of mentioned like our like Sunday night Zoom joints that were fun that Chris didn't like. Mm-hmm. Oh, light skinned bastard! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love you though. Um, uh, yeah, I think we should build. I think we need to build on that. Like build on the fact of like you know making the best of the situation, still mm-hmm. connecting, still bonding, uh, still building community of really just you know i think the blessing of it all is that we know more about the situation right i back in march of last year we had no clue what this was i mean none so like we was going to the gas station wearing gloves and you know we were just going above and beyond but now it's just like oh i still pump simple? my gas with gloves just <laughs> you, know, you know niggas is touching handles <laughs> If nothing else, I know people don't wash their hands. <laughs> like You're absolutely right. To. And that was the thing about let's go back to that. So it was the fact that they had to tell people, y'all need to wash our hands. We had to tell people to wash to their wash hands. their butts too, because niggas want niggas in quarantine want shower. Excuse at me, all. Dad. He doesn't like it when we <laughs> when we say nigga. In words, you know, these were niggas who are washing their hands <laughs> and going five days without washing their butt. I haven't been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, no, I get it. People had to really give out, like, health directives to say, wash your hands. And for 30 seconds. Like, right. people didn't know that 20 to 30 seconds is how long you should wash your hands. Right. And so that kind of, you know, made me think about, like, what, what world do we live in? Like, what people world do we live in that you got to tell grown folks to wash their hands and cover their mouth when they sneeze? Listen, and not with your hand. <laughs> and not being people's not being people's personal space. Yeah, like, get, what? Off, get off my butt. <laughs> what, like, what, what, what society did we live in to mm-hmm. where like these, these were things that were just new? And who would have known that white people thought they were enslaved by having to be to wear a mask? <laughs> my body, my choice. Like y- y'all was, women was putting their panties on their face. Like what were we doing? You're dumb. The, the, speaking of folks is buying up all the toilet paper and the, and the- I still ain't going to be y'all buying it all the tissue. I know uh, it makes you COVID makes you boo boo. I ain't know that. Listen, I didn't know COVID, COVID made you boo boo and make you wipe your hands more because half y'all ain't wash your hands. What's we need all them paper towels for? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't washing your hands. What you need them paper towels for? Oof, 
Ooh, people started uh every time I went to Home Depot it was a club. People sitting there renovating their houses, building decks Listen. and <clears throat> saunas and <laughs> yeah. patios and all kind of stuff. I'm just like, I'm just in here for some bug spray and some light bulbs. <laughs> some light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like to go to Home Depot to get my charcoal and stuff. That's all I want. Cause now, I, I will say this: the first month and a half of quarantine, you probably saw it on my IG. I was grilling almost every day. <laughs> I would find that <laughs> it was Fourth of July every day. We put everything on the grill. <laughs> I was fast stuff in my freeze. I said, "Ash, what we gonna get? Barbecue? We <laughs> we put a grill it, grilled <laughs> chicken and stuff." Grilled Everything. chicken, grilled Fish, steaks. Everything. We did, we did s'mores with the kids on the grill one time. We was out there just grilling, living. That thing, I, my grill probably said, "I'm sick of you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I think it might be time they start grilling back again. But uh, oh yeah, I'm ready for it. You um, know, I'm from Memphis. We don't ever grilling season really ain't ever over. <laughs> we just don't do it as often <laughs> mm-hmm. in the winter time. We, my dad has gone out there with a coat and we'll flip that meat over and come right back, <laughs> come right back in the house. <laughs> Shoot. Um, but let me ask you this, bro. Let's 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 go deep for a little bit, right? Okay. How are we going to be, especially as a black man, mm-hmm. right? How do you plan on being intentional with yourself, your time, and your resources? Like intentionality. Like how do you uh, plan on doing that? Intentional myself. Uh again, words for the year. I think I may have said it before authenticity um and confidence two words mm-hmm. and that word something that i kind of you know been picking up and, and again not to say that i was not authentic or i did not or i lacked confidence eh, i probably did like i would say i lacked confidence or i lacked confidence at times um just being open and honest transparent um not in my like looks or anything like that but really in the abilities that god has given me um so that's that's something definitely i'm going to be intentional. It really is is the things that God has given me to do, that He's mm-hmm. gifted me to do, that He's purposed in my heart to do. Like I need to now purpose in my heart to actually do them, and not just purpose in my heart to do them, plan them, and then actually do them. Right? Yeah. Um, that um, being more conscious of my time, uh, family time, work That's time. That's good. Uh, being, um being considered of others time right um considering the fact of like we don't know how much time others may have mm-hmm. not having something on my calendar doesn't mean i'm available you know yeah. like yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like doesn't mean like i you know doesn't mean if like i i'm gonna go back people like that bother me are those that are like that hustle till you die or like i'm you know I'm gonna work all day. I'm gonna catch this nap. Like, nah, like that's that's not life, right? So, like, I don't have to be doing something. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not doing something or there's nothing on my calendar, I don't need to put something on my calendar. I don't have to like just be like, you know what? I have I have this 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 hour here. Let me be productive in this hour. Like, no, right? Like, let's do let's let's rest. Let's you know you know rejuvenate. Let's let's do those things. Um, uh, and then I'm going to say last but not least, really self-care in the terms of understanding that like I matter mm-hmm. every single day. Be like, you know what, Brian, you matter. Your life matters. Your BLM, um, not, Brian's life matters. Brian's life matters. Um, that I matter. Like I can, 
do things for myself in terms of like not feeling bad about, you know, telling other people like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not because not, you know me, I don't really like to hurt people's feelings. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like, just be like, nah, I'm good. Like, no thanks. Or what are you, sir? I'm good, fam. One of those things. Mm-hmm. So no, no, I agree. Um, I want to be more intentional about me. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I don't know if we talk, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast before, but one of the things that I've worked through and still work through in therapy is trying to take the conditions out of how I'm loved and how I receive love and how I give it. Mm-hmm. Um, so many times I've associated love with my work, what I do and how I can achieve mm-hmm. that I often don't know how to just like, accept love and help and genuine care. Um, So for me, really being intentional about myself, Mm -hmm. um, how I navigate relationships, how I respond. um, Because even as a kid, I was just like, hey, mom, I got all A's, like love me. And knowing Mm -hmm. that, uh, to know that she didn't really, I didn't have to do, I didn't have to do those things for her to love me. And I equated like, if she got disappointed as a lack of love versus just like, her knowing I could do better, but that don't mean she loved me less, right? right, right. Um, and that's stuff I'm still working through, but to be more intentional about that. And like to your point, if I can't do something for you or with you or show up in a certain way, that it doesn't mean that I'm any less worthy of love. I'm any less right. worthy of relationship. So really being intentional with myself. Um, and also as I'm work, continuing to work on me, not neglecting like my family and everyone else around me as I grow, but also like setting clear boundaries um, with myself and the people around me. So like you said, if it is a no, it's a no. And it doesn't mean any hard feeling, but if you take hard feelings by it, then that's kind of, that's your like that's your situation to sort out, right. not mine, because I didn't, I don't know that I did anything hurtful or harmful. It's just, I prioritized me and I just want to be in the space where that becomes uh, ridiculously paramount right. um, in terms of my time. You're right. Like, again, like this week was a, is a marathon week every day after work. I have an appointment or appointments. Mm-hmm. Um, and this week was also an anomaly. Like this was stuff that I wanted to do. It just happened to fall on this week. But also there have been times where I've had a week like this full of stuff that I just said yes to. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have. And I should have said, no, like I got an email today about an opportunity a few months in advance. And I'm like, not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I wouldn't enjoy it, but it's just like, that month is going to be a busy month. I'm not, I'm not adding to that plate you know, mm-hmm. for something that may not, right. I can't determine the future, but that may not have as big as a return as I need it to be. Right. Um, so it's just a, you know, it's just a no and it's no hard feelings, but it's just a no. So I think for me where your word is like confidence and like mine is intentionality mm. um, in so many areas, like intentionally doing, like if I say I'm going to do it then do it, Right and follow it. And if I don't want to do it, then I'm in t- I'm going to also intentionally not do it, right. um, and not respond and not be there. You know what I'm saying? And those type of things and and resting and being content in that level of intentionality as well. Right. Um, I think that's what's going to be 
hecka hecka important um but as we wrap up this conversation and i think this has been dope and i could you know i can talk about self-care and mental health all the day long um but goals bro what are some things you want to accomplish and let's and let's and let's actually do this let's let's talk through them mm-hmm. so that we can hold ourselves accountable six months from now okay right so what's some goals as far as personal professional spiritual relational leisure whatever you want to be a bad b out here you want to get this body together <laughs> you know what i'm saying I can't I can't be the only city city boy holding it down, right? You know what I'm saying? So like no. What, what, what's some goals out here? Uh well, personal goal, it's always gonna be dealing with like my physique and stuff like that. <clears throat> but here goes the, the honest I, me. I've been encouraging the man of God. But the honest me is like, and this is I'm gonna be completely hundred percent transparent. And I think a lot of people probably need to be honest with yourself. Yeah. Like I want the body, but I just don't want to do the work. You don't want to do the work. Yeah, I really don't. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Oh, it's so much work. it's a lot of work and it's maintenance and it's not even just a lot of work. It's really a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle change, right? And the older you get, the harder it becomes. And you yeah. old. <laughs> I was about to call you a word, but I, I want know. you to get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that's that's true though. Like I, you know, but that's still that's. But I think the thing is sometimes is the fact of like, even if you know, it may sound bad, but like. Even if I know I may not necessarily achieve that goal, at least that goal was in my mind. So I'm not letting myself just completely go to waste. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's one of my goals. I, my goal is to be a certain size by my birthday in June. Let's call it out. Let's make a thing a thing. What's the size you want to be? My weight? Mm-hmm. I want to be... Put it out there. <laughs> this is a safe space. It is? Is it a safe space? It's a safe you space. Might, you want to keep the secret for me? Mm-hmm. It's just between us and the puzzle pieces. Okay. Uh, I would definitely want to be 175. Okay. Uh, by my birthday. It's in June. So I got some weight to lose. Like, And the thing is, I'm not like heavy, but I'm like heavier than I want to be. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that's just that. So I definitely want to lose some weight. I want to just look better. It's the summer. Like, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be the summer. I want to look, you know, I want to look good naked. Like, that's that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's it personal goal as far as in terms of that so i'm gonna throw it to you before we go further what's your personal goal um as much as you tell me that i don't have work to do i have work to do physically okay um i see myself (laughs) and i'm just not where i want to be um my abs ain't popping like i want to be um and it could just be i'm hard on myself my chest is not as formed okay um and stuff like that so i just I want to be 175 too, but that's an increase for me. I want to I want to gain some muscle mass, um, because you're right, and I, and it's just so. I wish I would have been on this journey in my 20s mm-hmm. that I would be in a place now of maintaining because it's so hard now achieve like my metabolism isn't as strong. Um, you know, I do crazy hit and cardio stuff, and it's just like certain parts of this midsection is just not going away, and I know most of it is is diet. And mm-hmm. I've been on a, I've, I've created, uh, since I've been studying and working out more, I've created what I think is a sustainable diet. So mm-hmm. that's been my issue. I could, I could never do keto and stuff like that, intermittent fasting. I love food way too much. Right. But I think I've created, uh, I mean, I can fast and I want to get more of the Lord. But, <laughs> but like, you, you know, as, as a dieting lifestyle, no. But then I think, but I've, I've created over the last two weeks, bro, this kind of, um, 
this diet, this this eating lifestyle that I think is really sustainable. Uh, mm-hmm. I've built in like cheat days and cheat meals and all these different types of things and even found ways to incorporate some of my favorite foods. Um, I, lo- I am a hot wing savant. I love Ooh, wings. I love hot wings. But but I do know dipping those that grease and you know that 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 chicken and grease and tossing around in that sauce just isn't isn't you know isn't healthy. So I've learned to like either air fry or broil them. And then like there's this um sugar-free buffalo sauce that I found in Whole Foods that is actually, or is it sprouts? Sprouts, yes, that's actually really good. And it doesn't take it doesn't taste. You know, like sometimes I think Tabitha Brown be capping. She be talking about how good that food is. Because some of that stuff be looking disgusting. I'm we love sure. you, Auntie Tabitha, but girl, hearts of palms ain't gonna never be um fry fish. Anyway, <laughs> right. um, but yeah, but this particular I will vouch for this particular wing sauce. It is really good. It tastes like buffalo sauce. You know, it don't claim to be vegan, it just claims to be sugar-free. And that's the thing, like, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to fat that I've learned that you got to avoid sometimes is those sugars and stuff. So anyway, like that's a personal goal is to finally get like for you, like you have a weight goal, but for me, it -hmm. is to finally get the body aesthetic that I want. I want to be able to look in the mirror and be like, that's like, I, 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 cause I don't, I don't even want to be bulky big. Mm -hmm. I want to be like, featherweight champion like that lean 175 right you know what i'm saying like that's that's the the build i want and it doesn't have to be perfect where it's like eight it's like eight pack and you can see the like all the cuts and indentations no i just want solid visibility of my abs i want to be cut i want to you know somewhere between 10 and like 12 and a half percent body fat like it's those type of measures that I want. Right. Um, and I just want to be, I want to be satisfied. I've always been the skinny kid and I've been content with that, but I want to look in my mirror and like genuinely be like, dang, that's it. Right. So, right. you know, personally, that's what I want, man. Yeah, that's that's good. You know, and it's interesting the fact that like I'm like, oh, let me get to Josh's level and I'll be fine. <laughs> and you're like, but I want to go further. That, <laughs> that's just interesting. You know, goals are goals. But um, Okay, so um, what what do you think was next? Professionally, uh, professionally, um, I want to be better with presenting, mm. which luckily, like that's something I know that, which is weird. Like as far as I'm a preacher, but uh, like being like I work in marketing now, so like I've been honing like my presentation skills and trying to be better presenter, and mm. you know just overall presentation. Uh, but also, um, then have, you know, you know, I've been working on a nonprofit from the, in the background, um, singing in the background. <laughs> so really, yeah, the synergy movement, let it be, it needs to be a thing. It needs to be launched. It needs to be pushed. And then on top of that really is to, you know, really push it. Right. Um, push it. right. <laughs> really push it and be mm-hmm. active and get out of my comfort zone. Yeah. on a lot of things and really push something that I really believe that God has given me to push and to do uh, that he's purposed me to do and that. really do it. And it's not, it's, it's not like professional in terms of my career, mm-hmm. but it's professional in terms of what God has put my hands to do. And I need to do it. Uh, and, and yeah, so that's my professional goal. Really to launch this thing and then have it like popping. Yeah, that's so many songs going on in my head. <laughs> You know, I've just you know, sing the song. The Lord deals with me in music. Yeah, <laughs> I feel prophet. like I, I feel like I would have wrote the second part of Psalms had I been a Bible character. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, 
professionally is that I want to get out of these predominantly white spaces. Okay. I'm just going to put that out mm-hmm. there. Okay. I want to get the hell out. Okay. Get <laughs> out. I feel like in some regard, somebody is twirling the teacup with the spoon and <laughs> I am in somewhat of a sunken place. Um, I will not reveal where I am. You can go to my LinkedIn. It is not updated. So you won't be able to tell either. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's one thing Two. Um, to your point, I want to see that succeed for you, not just mm-hmm. because I'm on the team, but I really right. want to see that succeed. Um, but I want to be able to walk fully into what oftentimes I have not considered a gift or a talent. Okay. I look at people who can sing, who can play sports, who um, in the last decade or so, the emergence of creatives in terms of like graphic design and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And bro, like I've always known that I was a pretty good speaker and things like uh-huh. that, but I didn't think it was a, a talent or a gift. I'm just right. like, you know, cause I was naive to people paying for speakers. And like, when I was in high school, nobody exposed me to like, um, Ted talks and TEDx mm-hmm. and things like that. So I'm just like, you know, it's not a thing, but you know, not to really shout out myself, but I just did. Uh, Monica's conference again right right, right. and I spoke there and like just the the overwhelming feedback from a, a legit international audience oh yeah on stuff that you know I feel like God has given me to talk about right. um, strategy and culture I mean they were eating, and these are people who have like viable <laughs> profitable businesses oh yes and like entrepreneurs yes. and they're talking to me like and not to say not to downplay anything that I've done but they're talking to me Mm-hmm. about how to navigate culture and how to strategize and things like that. And, you know, so I really want to be able to step full force into like some of my own consulting and really like live in that space mm-hmm. of public speaking, even like with the podcast, you know what I'm right. saying? Like have this be a space of it moved from a hobbyist activity to right. legit a part-time job. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, uh, professionally to be able to, we're going to, we going as the young kids say, manifest this, like to link with a, a network with the podcast. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be honest, uh, to be in a space where we can hire editors, social media managers, an assistant, like, like to be able to give back, shout out to Kev on stage, who's like set the blueprint, right. but legit be able to give back to people in the community and hire other black creatives and engineers definitely, definitely. Um, to the point to where this is our job. And if you're oh, doing anything yes. else, it's because you want to, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's, and, and I'll be honest with you. I want to see that come to pass in 2021. If I'm working a oh, yeah. nine to five it's because I'm just uh, enjoying what I'm doing yeah. and it's not necessarily because I need it. Right. Um, and so I'm going to be real. I'm going I'm to I'm step out of faith in God. This is not confirmation of you to like grossly test me to, to, to be <laughs> or anything like that. But uh, honestly, like if I'm a, if I'm a really lay it all on the line and be transparent, that is something that I want 2021 to manifest for me is the ability to walk in the full grace of what God has created me to do and to take that to not only have an impact in the world, right. but to be profitable. And like, cause I believe in the scripture, whether you want to call it, um, um, what's what they want, what they, um, what's the word they took the gospel, um, not oh. luxury gospel, not, it's right there prosperity prosperity gospel right yep, you know what i'm saying but but the word does say mm-hmm. i i wish above all things that mm-hmm. you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers so while right. god's number one 
intention is for us to be profitable in our soul's account, right? right. I also think he says, I wish above all that right. while you while you're while you're striving to be a good Christian, that you also are successful here on earth as right. well. Right. Um, and I want to walk fully in that. If God is the God who has, you know cattle on a thousand hills and all these mm -hmm. and, and money is no object for our God, then why can't I tap into those resources if I say right. that I serve him? Why can't my faith propel me to the place, right, right where I live in abundance? Um, if the scripture really says, now to him is able to do exceeding abundant what I can ask or think, I think about some big things. Oh, yeah. If he can do it. If he can exceed and abundantly go over that, like, why not? You right. know what I'm saying? So, um, I know that was a lot. But no, it's not, it's not <laughs> but as far as like professional, I really want the things that God has given me, given us, right, mm -hmm. to be able to take us to that place of abundance. And then like, I just believe me and you are the type of people is that if we had that space of abundance, the impact we would have on this world, we wouldn't be the we wouldn't be the Jeff Bezos. Oh, yeah. No, that would hoard the money. Oh, you know what I'm saying? All. We would be the people that would legit be out here. You know what I'm saying? Like just doing it for the culture, right. for the community, and just you know what right. I'm saying. While we stunting on the gram too, like I'm gonna give you this. Gonna I'm gonna give it. you this. You know what I'm saying? This Rick Ross, this Ricky Rose, you know Instagram stories too. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it's like I want to be a good steward mm -hmm. of my money. I want to be able to give back. I want to be able to hire. I want to be able to employ. I want to be able to do these things. And I think 21 can be the beginning of that. I believe in that wholeheartedly. We gonna stand Ooh. and agree in that that God is gonna do it. About that hey, 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 conniption, hey. <laughs> you know, I ain't danced since March 2020, <laughs> and we danced, didn't we? We danced. Oh, any other goals, bro? You want to lay out there? I mean, we because we put it out there, so we're gonna we gonna be accountable to these things, but yeah, definitely. I know you said about the podcast, like, I want the podcast to be like dope, like, I want it to be a thing to where again, like, we show up and we just come in here, get these jokes off, you know, love on the people, and then we tour, we. The books, the merch, the come on books. Um, but to make me go into even a unknown like tongue, television shows, movies, like all that stuff. Like, and and I'm and mind you, I'm not the other person that's kind of like trying to be in front of the camera and stuff like that. But I know, I think there's certain things that God has put inside of us that people may listen to the podcast and be like, you know, I can, I can make it. I can do these things. I can, I can, you know, cultivate what God has given me because I saw these brothers do it or really just be um the like a, a visual of what can be done mm -hmm. of what's possible yeah um, so that that's what i'm with and i think you know let's 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 take this thing to the next level let's take it to and, and, and can i just hype us up real quick okay we got a great product we do. I and and I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. And I and there's a, and I think so many times we talk about being intentional. I think being intentional and recognizing what is good about myself and us. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's arrogant to say that. I think our podcast can probably go toe to toe with some of the best out there. And it's not oh. saying that we're better. Like oh, we're no, not no, saying no. Oh, I'm, I'm better than you know. And there's some amazing podcasts that I love right. and support that are big and huge. And I'm gonna still support and I'm gonna still love them. But I really think that we what we have as terms of a product is really good. Right. So I, I I don't think that is anything wrong to say that 
you know, say one of the goals is to make sure that this level of product, mm-hmm. this productivity gets to the right ears. It gets to right. the right person. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because that's really all it takes. So many people who have, and not, and again, I'm not a person who seeks to go viral and things like right, that, right. but so many people who have done it, shout out to Kevin on stage again, was like, there is no formula. It's right. just like, you continue yeah. to put out consistent content mm-hmm. that you think is great. And eventually something sticks. But right. it's all about consistency. It's all right. about continuing to do it. And I think with the work ethic that you and I have, the planning, the strategy, I believe that eventually is going to tick. And, I, and and again, I ain't got to be the next Denzel or whatever. But at the same time, to have, like you said, to have the opportunity to impact culture in such a way that we begin to be the blueprint for someone else. You know, right. we could be the next set of two black brothers um, out here doing it, you know, from the ground up. And it is, you know, just like we said, out, you know, our daughters and nieces and sons can see themselves in Kamala and Barack. Like mm-hmm. somebody can look at the jigsaw and say, "I I see myself in them. I want to do that too." Right. Um, and I think that's an honor. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It's an honor, and I'll be humbled by the opportunity to 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 live in that honor. Definitely. I mean, I, I like I said, I don't think we would take it for granted. I think we would do right by that opportunity yeah and can i throw another out there for the podcast we want to we want to see y'all in person we want to do a live show we like, do we want to do it we do and we want to have a good time we want to have a good time in person so yeah that's a goal that is a 2021 goal and that if is. you if you win it let us know that you win it right let, yeah let us know if you want to if you want to have a jigsaw live where we get together and act a fool together being our black Authentic sales. Listen, doing all the black things. Afro beasts and fried chicken is gonna be (laughs) that, and watermelon appetizers. (laughs) Oh Uh, man! But I I think let us know. I think that's something we want to do. I think you know, seeing how things work. But uh, I I think that's something we should put on the on the agenda. Yeah, it's definitely something we can definitely think through and and try to make happen. But bro, this has been I don't know about for you, but this has been almost freeing. It's been affirming. Yeah. Um, I've really enjoyed the conversation and I hope that all of y'all have taken time to kind of reflect mm-hmm. on what 2020 was. And now that we've officially over the longest January in history, mm-hmm. almost anyway, um, that we're able and because we're in black next time we talk to y'all gonna be Black History Month. Oh, it's gonna be black too. And we got a black history month for y'all. We'll talk about that later. But mm-hmm. you know, but we wanted to take this time to really Get through January, talk through, reflect, set goals, um, not do the new year, new me, but just really realize, like, what are we going to intentionally and proactively do to be better? Uh, and with all that being said, do you want to skip black men self-care? I think we had a whole. I think we had a whole episode about black men self-care. Yeah, I think that room was black men self-care. Black, black men self-care. Matter of fact, we're going to call this episode. We're going to call this episode black men self-care. Black men self-care. Uh, so, so let's go into the P.O. Box. Do we have something, Brian? Uh, let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Uh, all right. Let me go. We do have something. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, let's all head right. on over there to the mailbox with Mr. Postman. Oh, yes, wait a minute, Mr. Bowman. Wait, hey, 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 Mr. Bowman. All right, we are here at the P.O. Box segment. And I want to first thank you all for, you know, y'all been reaching out to the to the, to the the people here. The, thank the you puzzle so pieces have been coming through, uh, reaching out to us and, and asking. So please continue to send your stuff to ask, ask the jigsaw um, at gmail.com or go on our website again. You can reach out to us there 
uh, so we can do the PO box segment because we need the, we need all the stuff to talk about. Um, Cause we love hearing from you all and all the follow-ups and stuff like that. So <clears throat> uh, we need a fake name. Okay. Let me give you the pronouns. Okay. He, him. All right. Okay. Uh, let's call him Gregory Hines. <laughs> all right, let's tap dance all over this thing. <laughs> <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Yeah. Ain't she from your part of the woods, Saweetie? I th- she's from the Bay, I believe. That's California. It's one big old, one big old, one big place, one big cluster mess of one y'all one one earthquake away from being Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, help us, Holy Ghost. <laughs> All right. So, Gregory Hines, thank you for writing in. Uh, this is what Gregory says. Gregory says, what's up? What's going on, guys? I will give you a list of accolades, but I'm going to jump right into it. Please know y'all N-words are hella dope. Okay? <laughs> thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Why, thank you. Uh, so, if my girl and I have been dating for two years, and just recently I had started planning proposing. All right. Okay. I was thinking of doing it around April. The ball is rolling and the ring is picked out. All right, that's what's up. Uh, send us the ring. I want to. We want to see what that thing we'll looks see what like. What that look like? <laughs> so we can let you know if you need to take it back or not. Things seem dope, right? Here's where it turns a tad. I woke up the other morning for my routine piss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and, well, my pee, brother. <laughs> all right, brother. And saw a stick. Very hold on. Let me, let me stop. Okay, so I woke from my routine pee and saw a stick very badly hidden in the trash. It looked like a pregnancy test, but I was like, nah, <laughs> this can't be it. I ended my curiosity and I looked at it. It was indeed a pregnancy test and it was positive. <laughs> oh, regular. Oh, my, <laughs> my girl and I do not live together. So there was no meaty conversation about it. She must have taken it about two to three days ago, which was the last time she was over here. What makes this more interesting is that my girl and I have not had sex since early December. You wasn't letting your jingle jangle. Okay. We decided on celibacy around the time to have more of a focus on us. Now I am no mathematician, mathematician, but some about something about this ain't adding up the way I want it to. Okay. Uh, if the last time, okay, if the last time we smashed was late November, early December, doesn't a positive test mean that this baby probably ain't mine? Call Maury, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I, sh- I I mean I know she could just be realizing a misperiod. But this is playing with my mind. How would you guys handle this? Would, would this stop proposal plans? Would you approach her about it? Or would you just chill and wait until she approaches you? Man, this joint is tough. Thanks in advance for whatever advice you get, you have. Gregory Hines. Ooh. Brother? Y'all can't read <clears throat> it at the beginning of the year. Um, I don't know what to tell you, brother. Um, well, let, let me address your infidelity concerns um, <laughs> from someone who's had two babies um, <laughs> and a wife to miss. A lot of times women don't realize, of course, their cycle 
I'm the woman. But from what I know with having a wife and living and growing up with two sisters and a mama and a mama, <laughs> you know, uh, on what seems to be a normal schedule, a woman cycle happens about once a month, once every five weeks or something like that. Right. Um, so it's very possible that um, she may not have recognized the irregularity mm-hmm. in her cycle. Um, until around this time, because if y'all stop smashing in late November, early December, so that's let's just say that's somewhere because clearly you can't pinpoint the last time y'all had sex specifically. Right. So right. let's just say somewhere between like November 28th to like December 10th, mm-hmm. somewhere in between there, right? If in fact you did impregnate her, and if in fact Let's just say her cycle happens typically around the 20th or something of the month. Right. Um, there's a great possibility that when it didn't come, she might have been like, oh, you know, it's a couple of days. And here we are in January. So she could have been living with the fear of not right. wanting to take the test and just right. finally took it. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't necessarily be super concerned about that or she could like and also women have a ton i'm no woman so i'm just telling you what i know of of this these situations she could be a woman that has irregularities in her cycle right right, so her also being even a few weeks later it not even happening could be something it could have been a switch in birth like there's so many different things Mm -hmm. right because i know when my wife um, not to put all her business out there, but you know what I'm saying? When, when we were going through these processes and she changed some prescriptions on some things, it also affects like different things, right? And I'll just leave it at that. So um, what I will say is I wouldn't necessarily, that's not A plus B equals C. Right. So I don't want you to go head over here. Now there's a possibility, right? Right. That because of the timeline, I think there's a possibility that that could be the case. But if, you, if you've never had a reason to mistrust her on that level, let's get that out of your mind first. Right. Second thing is would I, would I postpone the proposal? I definitely think I probably would stop planning as aggressively as you are. Mm-hmm. Only because one or two things happen. If, if you said it was as poorly hidden as you said it was, either she was being super passive aggressive and wanted you to find it, which is a terrible way right. to let you know that y'all are expecting, or she legit was just scared and tried to throw it away. And then not that it was trying to be hidden. She may have just thought that you would have, you know, because so, most people, you think about your trash in the bathroom, you don't pay a lot of attention to you just kind of throw stuff away and move on mm-hmm. but honestly if you saw something abnormal i can see how that can catch your eye um but i would probably start a proposal because i would just not that the baby would change anything i would just want to I, I just would want to know and before right. we move forward i think that that's a conversation right that we need to have before we have a next big life altering moment in our lives um so would i approach her about it the fact that i found it yes I think that open like you threw this away in my trash can. So whether you didn't think I would see it or not, there should be some possibility in your brain that says he might see this. Right. And she could be freaking out because she probably realized, oh, my God, I left it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what she's going through. So fear and anxiety are real. Um, as much as people try to be pseudo deep on social media and say anxiety and fear and real, they are real. Right. Um, she could be suffering with that right now and just not know what to do, what to say to you. Um, so I think since you found it, it opens, I would like 
lay it on the table, be like, what is this? I would tell her just kind of like you told us, hey, babe, I woke up the other day, you know, normal routine, woke up to pee. And um, yeah, I found your pregnancy test. Right. And, you know, and just start to come, like, be very calm about it and just see where it goes. And again, if y'all love each other, if you at the brink of engagement, I don't know that this would be a bad conversation. But I, I, I guess, Brian, you got something? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't quick to think that she belongs to the streets. Like, I would, <laughs> I would, that wouldn't be my first thing. I, you know, you could, you know, because, you know, uh, you do say that y'all smashed last in November. And again, it could be a situation where she may have missed her cycle and then was like, well, let me, you know, it may be late. And so let me check to see what's up. Uh, and then that's her checking to see what's up. <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah, don't, don't think I wouldn't jump to any conclusions. Don't work yourself up because then that would just cause a whole nother issue. And that probably would set a bad foundation for the conversation. Uh, like Josh said, to, to actually address it. Um, part of me would feel like I wouldn't immediately say, so depending on when you found it, if you found it like, say today, right? We'll just say that I would probably give it like a week to see, you know, if she brings it up. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yes. Like to see, you know, give her the opportunity to come to you. And then at that point it could be like, all right, now, um, I want to kind of have a conversation about this about a week ago. I saw XYZ in the, in, in the trash can. Like, what's up? Do you want to talk about it? Because that, I think that would be a thing like to allow her to approach you about it. Cause she may be trying to find the words to do it and stuff like that. Um, and she probably needs to work out whatever the emotions are, because if depending on what conversation you all had about having children, not having children, um, the potential, how her parents may be, she may have strict parents and, you know, they may look at her differently. Um, I know you didn't mention here, like as far as your spiritual or church life, you know, y'all involvement in ministry or whatever, it could be a, a big thing as far as her being pregnant and then having to like deal with all the potential backlash of being an unwed mother. So, mm-hmm. you know, all those things could have been going through her head. So it may take her some time to process those emotions. It could be grief. It could be joy. It could be all kinds of things that she'd be processing right now. So I would say, don't first uh, assume that she's, out here in these streets because it was a whole pandemic. So, you know, she may not have been. If she was, then she, the whole pandemic, she was out here in these streets. But I would just assume that everything's on the up and up. Allow her to come to you, have the conversation, and then go from there. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't put that, uh, the, I wouldn't, like I said, Josh, I wouldn't plan as aggressively with that, pro- that proposal until y'all get this this worked out because, you know, we don't want that to have we don't want that to be a bad situation. And that's on Joseph's stepson. <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's on Mary had a little lamb. And right. again, we're not saying slow down the proposal because we telling you she ain't the one no more. We're just saying no. that, you know, one like babies and marriage are major life events. So Crazy. let's get through one before we start initiating another. Right. Um, and now that this has kind of, you know, inserted itself or usurped your plan, so to speak. You know, just had a conversation, but all in all, Greg, um, tap dance or on back to our inbox and update us. Please do. Let us know how this, uh, we hope that we helped you. And um, again, this is not therapy. Mm-mm. We are not licensed clinicians. We just <laughs> telling <all>. you <laughs> what we would do. Right. <laughs> um, 
so take that with a grain of salt. Let me continue to put that out there. But no, thank you for writing in. And um, yeah, I mean, best best of luck. Best of luck. And when the baby comes, you know, we and Josh, we do dedications. Listen, <laughs> for a fee. And I was just like, <laughs> we'll dedicate the baby to the I'll Lord. raise your baby up like, uh, 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 like Simba in the Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just make sure you get your, your Burberry button up shirt for this. For the baby shower. For the baby shower. <laughs> for the baby shower. <laughs> yeah. We might send you a $5 gift card or something. Buy you some diapers. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. Um, okay, okay. Bless right. you, though. Bless you, God. But you're going to get these thoughts and prayers. Uh, That's all. <laughs> all right, bro. You ready to wrap up to um, the podcast? I am ready. Let's get into a greater conversation. Let me talk. Let me talk. All right, people, we are here in this segment that we call a greater conversation. You know how it is, what we do. Um, we rant about the things that are bothering us, that are irritating us, that got on our nerves and all that different kind of stuff. Um, Brian, you got something you want to get off your chest? Got something you want to get off your chest, bro? I do. It's going to be short. All right. But uh, so articles of impeachment were sent. <laughs> okay. And Republicans pretty much chose party over the country. Um. And I'm going to just maintain this level level head. Senators pretty much was like, Republican senators, GOP senators are pretty much like, nah. We we are too afraid of that MAGA base to really do what's right for the country. And we kind of talked about it last week in terms of you know, the people who somewhat tried to cause an insurrection, tried to start a civil war, they need to be held accountable. And Donald Trump is the leader of that insurrection. Yeah. Even if he did not throw one brick into a window, if he did not storm the Capitol, he still started this. He needs to be held accountable for it. And it just goes to show that Spooky Joe, Sleepy Joe, whatever you want to call him, is going to have a tough time. Because yeah. here it is, these GOP folks have just shown us that they really don't care about us. They don't really care about the United States. They don't really care what we stand for. All they care about is being reelected. They care about their, their skin. They care about, um, you know, what they would say, the South rising again, which basically means that the Confederacy and it's going to be their nation, their country, um, they don't want to do anything. They don't want to be held accountable. They don't want to hold Donald Trump accountable. So that's really my issue is how can we move forward as a nation yeah. when people who have started this and tried to divide this country have not been held accountable. So essentially it's causing further division by you not holding the person accountable who actually started all this drama to begin with. And it's not that, again, Donald Trump is not the scapegoat in this situation because mm-hmm. United States has been the United States since it's been the United States but at best in the last four years yeah, his actions every single day if not for the last year or even not for the last month have been systemically systematically like the purpose of that was to cause greater division, greater divide. 
and ultimately to cause an insurrection and to try to take over the government by any means necessary. And he failed. It didn't happen. And we can't allow these people to not be held accountable. And he needs to go to jail. It's plain and simple. Like, or at least he needs to be held to a certain standard of, or be used as the, as the example that this shouldn't happen again. But it's not going to happen because the GOP is afraid of Donald Trump. They're afraid of his base. And all they care about is getting reelected and keeping the status quo. So y'all are all trash. I dislike you. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's Go right it. ahead, Josh. That's it. Yeah. Um, mine is not that serious. Um, but <laughs> um it's probably a little petty, but I don't care. Um my greater conversation um today, I'm gonna talk about. And I'm pacing myself because I just want you to be prepared for what I'm about to say. Okay. Is that number one, I'm tired of seeing people not wear socks with their slides in the winter. It's cold. <laughs> and it, it bothers me. Um, two, because my grandma said you can catch foot cold. Okay. okay. So <laughs> don't know what that is, but she said it and I believe it. Okay. Secondly, if you so choose to not wear socks with your slides or sandals in the winter, why does the back of your foot look like ashy gravel? I lotion and Vaseline, as black mm-hmm. people would use, isn't that expensive? They is far oh. cheaper than those fake Gucci slides you got on. Ooh. So just take the time while you're oiling your body to go all the way down to your foot. Um, I'm the type of person that when I look at your feet and see that you don't take care of your feet, I kind of judge how you take care of the rest of your body and your home. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. Because every time you show your feet, Brian, you make a deliberate choice to do so. You never have to wear a sandal. You're right. You ne- So you are saying, I'm going to. So when you take care of something that you never have to show the public. It shows me like that you have some level of like authentic decorum about yourself and the things that are around you. So when you don't take adequate, I'm not looking for you to be like pedicure bound. But what I am saying is that skin shouldn't be pulling out the back of your toes. Your toenails shouldn't be overgrown. Like shouldn't be ashy. And then it's winter and it's Georgia and it's raining. Why do you have those sandals anyway? <laughs> it's irritating. And I feel like, you're probably the the people who do that are the same people that I'm pushing COVID. I feel like you're the people that don't wash your hands. I feel like you're like Taylor Swift and you probably don't wash your legs either. So all I'm saying is, is wear your mask and oil your feet because both of the things are irritating and frustrating and annoying. So I know you probably look for something deep, but that is as much depth as I have because it bothers me. Mm. And that wraps up this edition of the Jigsaw Podcast. <laughs> um, I just want to thank you all for hanging in there with us. Um, we made it through January. We made it. We survived. We survived. When the enemy did what? Came to take our lives. He, God did what? Lifted up a standard. Uh-huh. He's our protection. Uh-huh. No weapon formed. Shall do what? Shall prosper against us. You did what? We made it this far. By what? By faith. Your future's what? Brighter. Uh-huh. Than my today. Oh, God. You holding and on? I, to my faith. Uh-huh. You what? I made it. You did. I survived. Woo! <laughs>
I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. But yeah, thank y'all for hanging in there with us. Thank you for writing in. Thank you for showing love on social media. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Brian, anything you want to wrap up with as before we end this thing? Uh, yeah, please like, subscribe, share, and let the people know. We talked about manifesting, you know, in the, the blow up. I don't want to say blow up situation, but the us blowing up this year and really getting out there. So please share, tell the great people about how great we are. Gas is up. <laughs> it is food. It's a fool. Uh, <laughs> that dancing book hit me. Give us a great comment. Like us on Facebook. Um, follow us on Instagram and all the, all the places. Um, the Jigsaw Podcast. On our website. Follow Joshua. I am Josh Rogers. That's where I be. And follow me. I am Brian Hare. That's where as Josh said, wear your mask, wash your <laughs> and all your feet. And all your feet. <laughs> what else do they need to do, Josh? No, let this life stress you out. Let these white people stressing me out. I mean, they've been stressing me. Look at my eyelids. Tired, oh, the Fenty. We ain't talking about the Fenty. Fenty. Uh, okay. Next week, because we'll I, I got a whole, I got a whole report. I got a whole report. Okay, okay. Good things. Thank you, okay. Riri. Riri from the water. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but don't let this life stress you out. Like these black people mm. stressing me out. My eyelids are heavy because of them. I got to put my corrective eye cream on tonight. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but while you're not being stressed out, understand that there's a few things that you can do. That's in your control. Mm. You can do what you can while you can, mm -hmm. the very best ways that you can do them. But in the midst of all of that, here's one more thing. Don't you ever get caught ever. with your work undone. Mm -hmm. That is a wrap, fam. Oh, See y'all next week. Mm -hmm.